A good evoch and a fairly Hanukkah. I apologize uh, that I'm just recording this on Moitzoy Shabbos versus I usually do it on Friday afternoon or Friday. I didn't get to it this week then, so I guess better late than never. So here is a quick Hanukkah thought. The um, the central mitzvah of Hanukkah is lighting the menorah. Um, the flames each night, we start with one, and gradually we get to the eight lights of the Hanukkah menorah. Um, there, there are a number of mitzvahs that we have that are connected with lighting candles. Um, primarily, we have three. There's the candles of the menorah that were lit in the Beis HaMikdosh. They were lit every evening by Aaron HaKoyim, by the Koyin Gadol. And then we have the Shabbos candles that we light in our home every Friday night, typically the woman of the home. Um, and then the Hanukkah menorah, which we light on these eight nights of Hanukkah. Interestingly, just focusing on we're these candles are lit, there's a very interesting difference. Um, the Beis HaMikdash, the Menorah of the Beis HaMikdash was lit in, in the holiest place in the world, um, in a pretty closed place. Nobody, Very few people were there. Um, and it was in that place of secluded holiness. Um, the Shabbos candles are lit in, in everyone's home. They're lit in everyone's home. Uh, it's not just the Beis HaMikdash, but it's indoors. It's for the house. The Hanukkah menorah is lit for the outside. Al Pesach Beisay Mibachutz is the way it was initially instituted to be lit to be lit on the door facing outside to be out to be seen by the outdoors. So interestingly, we have the candles that are lit in the holiest place in the world. Um, we have the candles that are lit in everyone's own home for the inside of their home, and we have the candles that are lit to make the street um, light, to, to bring that light outdoors to the outside, so to speak. And this represents three basic ideas or ways of the light of holiness um, and its effect, and its effect in the world. There is the light of Kedusha in the place of Kedusha that represents Torah, represents mitzvahs, um, holiness in the place of holiness, doing things, doing things of holiness. That's the light of Kedusha represented in its most powerful form in the lights of the Beis HaMikdosh. There is bringing that light into our home so that our home becomes permeated with the light of holiness and Kedusha. And that's what the Shabbos candles are about. It's not in a Beis HaMikdosh, it's not in the Holy of Holies, it's in my home. And it's in order to bring that Kedusha into my home, to my family, to my children, to my spouse, um, to myself, making my home a place of Kedusha. But there is the final and perhaps most powerful step, which is where I'm taking the Kedusha out to the street. The street represents that which is foreign to holiness. The street represents um, the public domain, or the very worldly of the world outside, so to speak. And the Hanukkah candles have that ability to bring that Kedusha from the Beis HaMikdash all the way to the outdoors, and that's the unique power of the Kedusha of the Hanukkah candles. But I want to focus on, on another point, which is a very interesting concept about specifically these Hanukkah candles. We say in the Aneris Halolu, which we say or sing after we light the Menorah, we say, Aneris Halolu Kodeshim, that these candles are holy, Ve'ein lonu reshus bohen, we don't have the permission to use them only to see them. And that's an actual halacha, that one is really not allowed to derive any benefit from the lights of the Hanukkah candles. Um, if you want to use that to read a book, 
or to do anything else using the light of the menorah, that's forbidden. And in fact, that's one of the, or the primary reason why we light a shamash in addition to the candles of the menorah, so that there's another burning candle there that's not one of the eight Hanukkah candles. In case we're going to use the light for something else, we'll be using the light of the shamash, not from the candles. So that's the halacha. These are holy candles not meant to use their light, rather to see them and to gaze at them. Which raises a very interesting question, which is, isn't the idea of light in order to use the light? Isn't light there in order to bring uh, illumination and brightness to a dark place so that we should be able to see and be able to use things? Isn't it somewhat um, like an oxymoron to have light, but I'm not allowed to use the light? If light is to illuminate, then isn't illumination only in order to use it? What's the idea of lighting the candles, but saying, I'm lighting those candles, I'm going to look at those candles, I'm going to stare at the candles, gaze at the candles, but I'm not going to use the candles. If I'm not using them, then what's the point of seeing them? But And, and interestingly, the Shabbos candles are different. The Shabbos candles are very much meant in order to illuminate the house so that we should be able to use them and, and, and enjoy their light in a very practical way. So the Hanukkah candles are different than the Shabbos candles in that way. And the idea here is a very deep and very beautiful idea. And that is, when we use light for our activity, whatever it is, I want to read a book, or I want to see where I put things, so I turn on the light in order to use it for A, B, C, or D. Really, I'm not focusing in and appreciating the light for the light itself. I am reading a book, and the light is something there in the background helping me read. I am doing whatever I have to do, and I'm using the light for it. So really, the light here becomes something in the background, and something that's only there in order to help me do what I want to do. I'm not really focused in, I'm not appreciating and enjoying the light itself, rather the usage that I'm getting from the light. In our relationship with Hashem, many times, um, whether it's the study of Torah or mitzvahs, we're thinking about what I'm gaining from it. So I'm studying Torah, so I'm gaining concept A, concept B, concept C. Um, It's helping me be a better person. It's helping me have the right perspective of life. It may be helping me in my relationships. It might be helping me in so many different ways, making me better, more secure, um, understanding what my life is about, and so on and so forth. When I'm learning Torah or fulfilling mitzvahs, in order to be better, be wiser, be more moral, have more meaning in life, these are all wonderful ideas. And yet, I'm not focusing on the Torah or on Hashem for the Torah's sake itself, for Hashem's sake itself. It's almost like a relationship that I have in order that I should gain A, B, and C out of it. The truest relationship is when I'm able to not think about what I'm gaining out of it, but to focus and gaze at the one who I'm relating to and appreciate them for who they are and what they are. And that's what the Hanukkah Menorah really represents. The light of the Hanukkah Menorah is the light of Kedusha, the light of holiness, the light of Hashem. And what we're told is, light these candles and gaze at the candles. 
Don't light them in order that I should right now be illuminated. Yes, of course, you'll be illuminated. Yes, of course, we gain from our relationship with Hashem in countless ways. But there are times when we're told, let's not think about that now. Let's just focus in on that relationship, on the wonderful, beautiful fact that we're relating to something beyond us and greater than us and holier than us, the light of everything, the light of the world. Interestingly, the candle itself underscores this idea. The Altarebbe tells us in Tanya that one of the unique things about a flame is that the flame is always going upward. And if you don't hold it down, so to speak, with a wick and with oil, the flame will disappear, it will extinguish. Where's the flame, go- flame going? Says, says the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, the flame is going to its source, the source of fire, somewhere in heaven. And the little flame on my wick is drawing itself upward to its source. Now, if it will make it to its source, it will be extinguished. There won't be a flame anymore. So why does the flame, you know, theoretically, if we would have a conversation with the flame and ask it, why are you going to your source? You're going to lose your individual entity if you get swallowed up in your source. You won't anymore be a little flame on a candle on a wick. You'll be lost. The flame would answer if it could. I'm not looking for my own entity. All I want is to be one with my source. I want to connect with my source. And if I lose my own individual entity, so be it. I'm not looking for my own entity. So the flame itself tells the story of not looking for its own entity, but looking for its relationship with the source that it wants to cleave to. When we're looking at the Hanukkah candles, what we're meant to do is take that lesson of the actual flame and relate to Hashem not merely for the benefits that I'm going to receive from it, which I will, but Haneris Halalu our relationship to our Kedusha, to our Neshama, to Hashem, to His Torah and Mitzvahs, is not merely for that personal gain, but just for the beauty of relating and connecting to our source, the Kedusha and holiness that are represented by that candle, the flame of the Hanukkah Menorah. Afrelech Hanukkah and Agutevach.